0: I want to mention that 6 weeks ago this coach was slotted was scheduled was supposed to speak on the wake up call and the morning of or the night before she had a family emergency and we had to quickly pivot on the topic on the speaker on the show flow um and that was actually her she was speaking On her eight-year coaching anniversary, her coach anniversary, So that was a big moment for her. She had waited a long time to speak on the wake-up call. That's why I want you to tag your coaches. She deserves our attention today because she is back. She is back to do what she came here uh, for. She's a seven-star diamond. She's a four-time elite coach. And you guys, Success Club, you know, helping three new people every single month. She has done that. Ninety-six months. For ninety-six months, she has continued to help people achieve their goals. Um, also, also Beachbody Challenge contest. She has sponsored four people to earn the five hundred dollar uh, reward for that. And you guys, her name of her uh, team is the Freedom Squad. So, please welcome from Lakeport, California, Katrina Scott.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sandy. It's an incredible honor to be here and a total vision board moment, of course. But I just want to say how grateful I am for the network, for the outpour when I was dealing with my son and emergency surgery and that whole craziness. The messages, the outpour of love and support was just absolutely incredible. And this this network truly is just the biggest blessing in my life. So thank you to the network. And I'm I'm just so honored to be here to speak to you guys today.
0: You know what? I'm so glad that you came on again because I think there were people in the audience that, w- that were cheering for you, rooting for you, hoping that your son was okay. He had an emergency appendectomy. Yes. Yeah. And how is he now? He's doing great. can't slow him down. He's very <laughs> busy. And you can't slow down his mama. So, congratulations (laughs) to you. Glad he is all better. Uh, Eight years ago, you came to Beachbody coaching. Talk about what brought you here. Talk about a wake up call moment in your business. Absolutely. So, I initially started coaching just for the discount. I wanted to get back to
1: my pre baby weight. I'm a mom of two very busy little boys, Maddox and Mason, and I didn't have time to get to the gym. So, my husband brad is a journeyman lineman traveling journeyman lineman for our local utility company which means he's not home a whole awful lot and when he is he's on call so i really needed something that did not require daycare or taking the kids to a babysitter i was a wedding photographer in north of the napa valley here in northern california and i i didn't need anything else on my plate. I really just wanted to work on myself and get results. But I came in as a discount coach and I jumped in with 21 Day Fix and I fell in love with absolutely everything that Beachbody and the program had to offer. And with that came amazing results. Everybody would ask me, what are you doing to get these results? And I simply just told them what I was doing and asked them to do it with me. And so it wasn't long and I was running uh, a group of people that had said yes to joining me. And my first group was maybe only 3 or 4 people. But as I continued to con- with my program, I continued to invite people to do it and the rosters of my groups, you know, grew every single month by 3 or 4 more people. So It wasn't long, and I started to see the need that I needed to have some sort of content and structure to keep my customers coming back to their journey and staying committed to that. So it was really when I retired my photo business and I came into coaching full time that I knew I needed to level up in my business and to make it sustainable so i created a lot of structure and systems within my groups and i tried to do that in the most creative ways i could think of to keep it exciting and interesting and people wanting to continue in my groups my best coaches have come from being my most engaged challengers and my top leaders in my organization today were once byproducts of my groups and were challengers that got really awesome results. So BOD groups that are fun and structured and very results-driven really kind of became my secret weapon into keeping my challengers connected, not just to me, but to the community that was going to support them and celebrate them through all of the milestones of their journey. So before I jump into exactly what I do in my groups, I just want to preface it with it has to feel really good to you. Like you have to find what works for you. I love fun results driven groups and my love language is gift giving. So I do offer my challengers small stickers or hair ties or little things that just show them that I appreciate their commitment to their journey. But I also honor and recognize that commitment. But that's because it feels really, really good to me. You know, sometimes I hear like, oh, BOD groups have low engagement or they're very quiet. And I think that boils down to your belief in your group. I believe that I have rock star groups. I think my groups are the bomb and I lead with that. But it wasn't always that way, right? I had to get to that point. In the beginning, my groups would go quiet. My challengers wouldn't engage. There would go. I'd put up a post and nobody would comment. But I continued with the app and I gave myself time to learn the app as well as my challengers time to really learn the BOD Groups platform. And I would always ask for feedback from them. What can we improve on? How can I serve you better? And that really was what drove the confidence for me within my BOD Groups because I knew I could deliver results with the components of what a god group has especially the tracking and accountability but i it all i have to say it all has to start with joy it has to bring you excitement and joy and you have to really love and enjoy what you're doing in those groups to help breed that energy so i have seven things for you guys um, that i focus on within my groups that i feel really boost the engagement
0: So So, Okay, I'm stopping you for one second, okay? And (laughs) I said I wasn't going to stop you, but I want to just give this audience a reason why we're doing this topic right now. So this topic (laughs) is about increasing engagement, okay? And we're going into BOD groups because that's a platform that you use, you love, you got familiar with, and it is better for you than any other platform. So this isn't a training on BOD groups. This is how you're able to get people results, how you're able to sustain that engagement in your group. So I wanted to set it up for you because I want you now to go into why is this topic so personal to you?
1: Absolutely. So I do have seven things that I focus on when I'm running my groups, and that's why it's become so personal to me because I enjoy what I'm doing with these topics. So number one is themes, and that's to get people interested. So I have done all sorts of themes over the last eight years, Um, everything that is like near and dear to my heart. So I've ran Disney themed groups where I use character quotes on the daily about, you know, motivation or perseverance or to keep going, never give up, those kind of things. I've done March madness groups where challengers move through brackets and advance based on Tra- their tracking of their shakes and their workouts. My favorite group I've ever ran was my Survivor-themed boot camp. I love the TV show Survivor, and it was a really fun boot camp-style competition where they had to outplay and outlast uh, with every day with an Im- immunity challenge. And my challengers really loved that as well, and we all got really awesome results. My team actually just finished an annual group that we run every year called Fit Wars, and it is the ultimate accountability challenge because it's a partner challenge. We all know that we're going to show up for someone else more or usually a lot more than we would even for ourselves. So that one is always a huge hit for my team and all my challengers in the group. But in February, I knew with Gut Protocol coming out that I, for myself, really needed to get back to my container counts and focus on the Portion Fix program. So I ran a nutrition-only group that was solely based on Portion Fix, mostly to re-familiarize re-familiarize myself as well as my challengers on using the containers utilizing the food list but also navigating the program and really tracking those containers within the app and that set us up for huge success with gut protocol so the next thing is i really lead with excitement i always try to bring high high energy to my groups i get excited that i get to lead these groups and that people trust me with their health journey so i don't take that lightly i always do my groups based on either something i need like that nutrition group or something my challengers have said they needed i feel that it's very important that i fill my cup first so that it can run over to my challengers so i try to find themes and and energy and groups and all those things that are really really Personal and interesting to me, so that I'm excited to show up to them. I am excited to invite to them when it's like that, right? Because it's something new and I'm excited to share it. But I want to have fun and enjoy it while I'm doing it too, because I think a lot of times we have to lead with that joy. And if we show up happy and excited and with joy to run our groups, that does run over to our challengers. So the next thing is, is I try to keep my groups really personal. I definitely use group guides because I need the content and there is no reason to reinvent the wheel, but I do take them apart. I make them my own and I use the content in a way that I will relate each post to a personal experience or I will end it with a question. This is a great way to initiate conversation and get people engaging on your posts, but it also helps my challengers really get that personal feel from me. Um, I love the go live feature of the group. That is normally how I will answer questions within the group so that it feels more of a conversation. I'll take their questions. I'll go live in the group. I'll talk about it. And they get that, once again, that little more sense of community, but also a a personal feel from me. Another thing that I love and I know helps my challengers immensely is I run meal planning sessions. I think it's important, especially on the nutrition side, that I set my challengers up for success. So by running a meal planning session, I can help tailor their meal plan to them, to their particular container count or whether they're doing 2B mindset or what, you know, whatever they're doing, I can help answer those questions and set it up. And by inviting everybody to do that together, they share those tips and tricks amongst each other. And the challengers really become their own community that even if I wasn't there, they're still interacting and have each other. The most requested thing in my groups that I get is to cook live together. And I do that often, we'll pick a recipe from the program we're currently doing, everyone will go get their ingredients, we hop on a zoom, and we just cook dinner together. Or it maybe it's lunch, whatever we're doing for wherever we're at. But it really creates that sense of community. And my challengers really love that because not only do they get to prep a meal, cook a meal and see how that works. But it showcases how easy our programs really are to follow. And once again, they're making friends within that community while they're doing it. And I think that create this positive experience creates lovers and lifers, not only of our groups, but of Beachbody in general. And with that comes results as well as retention. All right. So number four is the first three month focus. So in the first three months of a challenger's journey with me, I think it's very crucial that I take extra time with them to make sure that they are completely set. So they're on the start on the right foot, they have all their questions answered, that they know how to maneuver the app, find their workouts, know how to track their nutritionals as well as their containers. And I just focus a lot with them in that first three months by messaging them twice a week. I tag them in the post in the group as well as through social media to make sure they're showing up. I work with them on and off the platform. For example, like with text messages or messenger as well as through the app and social media. But I always lead them back to the group to answer their questions in that live format I talked about. I think it's really important that we're always leading them back to the group for a couple of reasons, but because other people might have that same question. And if it's addressed in the group, then I'm not having to do so much one-on-one messaging and they go back into their roots of the group and they're in the group. They're living in that group. And that's really important to me. I set an expectation for my challengers, especially within that first three months. I have them sign a commitment contract, but I also show up as my best challenger. I'm logging my workouts, my shakes, my containers. I'm making sure that I am sharing my progress photos in there. And I'm really oversharing to my group. And I'm just being the example of what I expect them to do. So With that comes number five, which is better visibility of what our challengers are doing through BOD groups. So when challengers are consistent and they're tracking their nutrition and their workouts, results come with that consistency. But it's really important to have that component of the group because I can see when maybe they're not showing up. Or they've kind of gone quiet or pulled back from the group, which we all know happens. So this is where I can see what they are doing and maybe what they aren't doing and then re-engage them back into the group. And I like to do that again with, with fun things, pop-up challenger challenges, I like trivia, I'll tag them in it and make sure that I am constantly engaging with them on and off the platform through that. But I've also done like fun scavenger hunts where I've had them like find something within a program and they have to screen record how they found it and they share that within the group. And that's really fun because it brings them back into the community. It reengages them back into the app and with the other challengers in the group. And it's it's really fun to see them sharing that. The last but not least the sixth piece of this is accountability and self-check which i think is super important especially running a group and hosting a group we have to self-check so the main component of my groups is the accountability piece i hold all my challengers accountable by messaging them through the app twice a week i message them on monday morning asking how everything is going and if they're all set for the week And then I messaged them again on Friday, asking them to rate how their week went with their workouts and their nutrition. Now I know that through BOD groups, it's only a one way message, but for me, this is my secret sauce to how I get my challenger's results because those check-ins when they reply, come back to my email in my inbox. That's huge because I don't know about you, but my phone is like a sea of notifications. Those little red dots are like maxed out with hundred or more notifications. And by that coming to my email, it creates a private space where we can have a conversation about how their journey truly is going. It gives them the opportunity to be a little vulnerable with me and say like, maybe they're struggling with this or you know, things that are going well. But it's also very professional to them because it's coming back and now open to conversation with an email that they can engage with there. And it's that added layer of accountability. Now, I love that because it's also a really great place for me to ask them how I can better serve them as their coach. What can I, you know, what what I can do for them, whether it's helping them with meal ideas or showing up. Some people will like tag me, tag me so that I know, you know, that I'm to make me show up, whatever that is. They don't feel like it's on a, in a group, you know, showcase of I'm struggling with it's in that private conversation that feels so professional to them that they're willing to get vulnerable with it. And I love it because that self check really, really helps me to improve on my future groups to come. So last, but certainly not least, is to recognize and applaud results. We know that this is one of the most important things. That's why it's a vital, vital behavior. So, of course, I'm doing it within my groups. I love to give shout-outs. I produce leaderboards. I, I recognize my Shaco stars for anyone that logs five shakes. And same thing for five workouts. And I'm really loving the new badges because we're able to celebrate that, right? And and have them working towards their next goal just based on earning the current badge they're in. So that's amazing because it helps them keep working towards their next goal. I celebrate the the completion of a group, you know, in, (laughs) in huge style. I love to celebrate them for not only completing their program, but when they submit to the beach body challenge. So what I do is I have them fill out a Google form that you know has how their group went, everything. Then there's a link to the beach body challenge in there and I always end it with a section for feedback, of course and what their next group is going to be i think it's so important that we set the vision that this is not just a 21-day program or a four-week program that this is a lifestyle and by asking them what's next and what program are we doing and how are we moving forward with this it it helps with the retention and that they're going to keep coming and they're in the next group and what they know that i'm bringing next so I just really try to make everybody feel very valued and included in, the, in their groups and just celebrate their commitment to their own journey. Leading groups really is the catalyst for results. It is the accountability that so many people need, and our groups should be that big factor. The invite and the sign up is really only part of the equation. The big part is the accountability and BOD groups with the tracking features and how you can hold your customers accountable through that messaging really is the big piece that I feel brings my clients the biggest results and the best results. Back to you, Sandy.
0: Uh, oh, I like that. To use, <laughs> you're like a little newscaster. Back to you. Um, I don't think this audience recognizes the importance of every single step you were so clear and you were so targeted on what you do to keep people in the in the groups now you have a lot of questions on Facebook so maybe after this call you can go back to the 411 page and help people out like when when a challenger ghosts you um, or uh, you know just other questions but you talked about leading with energy and excitement keeping things personal. Um, The first three months are so critical to keep people engaged. You also talked about the accountability and that self-check and you're using the BOD groups platform in ways that people may not even have known because it has grown so much. There are new bells and whistles and there are ways that you can um, just get more visibility into what people are doing. So I love that. Um, And Uh, This whole thing that Carl talks about the fifth vital behavior, which is accountability. That is a vital behavior. That is how you get people results. You know, you lead an accountability group. So that is in the, uh, we don't need to create a fifth vital behavior, but I think that Carl wants to just put an exclamation point on, you know that is what you're doing is you're creating an accountability. And I just wanted to say something I was talking to my son over the weekend because he's working out in college and he works out by himself and he just gets, you know, like okay, it's just fun, like no goals or anything. He works out with a trainer or a coach completely different who holds him accountable to reps and um completely different. So, I am so, so happy that you came on. I just wanted to give people more insight into all of these great themes. What was your best themed uh, group that you did that people really latched on?
1: Well, that's got to be Fit Wars for us. We run it team-wide. And because it's that partner challenge, they really do hold themselves just to this higher level of accountability because they don't want to let their partner down, which I totally feel. But, I mean, I've had some pretty fun ones over the years. Survivor is great. I know I totally date myself with that TV show. It's been around forever. But the whole outplay, outlast, and giving them immunity challenges just, you know, to layer on additional accountability was just really, really fun. We might have to revisit that one. You
0: know, when you said Fit Wars, it made me think of Team Cup. Like Team Cup started years ago and everybody was so excited about it. And then you do it every, you know, few months and people lose excitement about it. So you kind of have to reintroduce it differently, serve it up differently. Something that speaks to you and your audience because you want to be excited about it. you got to fill your cup first with groups. I think that is how I have learned to build
1: and instill that confidence that I run really good groups was because I'm like, I'm excited to invite to it because it's something I need so dang bad that then everybody else will want to join it too, just because I'm so excited and it brings that joy. Right. And sometimes you gotta, you know, change it up a little bit, keep asking for feedback and just stick with it. And by the time you learn what the groups can do and that your challengers learn the groups, they will continue to stay engaged.
0: Great. You did an excellent job. Now, you've been coaching eight years, right? And you you didn't start out being a great leader of of groups. I mean, it has developed over time. But when you talk to those around you or or what you see in yourself, what is your superpower? well uh
1: okay so a year ago about a year ago i took a poll of all my peers to describe me in one word and i had an overwhelming response to the word relentless and at first i was a little taken back because i was like is that a positive is that a negative like why aren't they saying kind caring you know (laughs) something a little more positive but i just kept thinking about that word. And what kept coming to mind was you have to be relentless in the pursuit of happiness. And last year at Leadership in Arizona, Carl actually had a neon light t-shirts made uh, for a slogan that was, okay, so I don't want to butcher it. That was relentless, scrappy, relentless, hungry, unstoppable. And it really was in that moment that I knew that that was a compliment that you have to be relentless in the pursuit of your dreams and what you want. And it is the epitome. Those words are the epitome of entrepreneurship. And I have always said that I believe your goals are your dreams and work boots and that you have to show up for them uh, in order for them to become a reality. And I will say that it has shaped my leadership. That word has totally had an impact on how I lead because I don't fold easy. I don't back down, I don't give up. I continue no matter what. And I will continue to invite even after I get no's uh, because I believe in this business. I believe that this coaching opportunity really is the catalyst for life-changing results, not just physically but mentally emotionally spiritually all alike it really is just such a life-changing opportunity and i believe in it and i will continue to relentlessly show up for it
0: well i think you and i talked about being relentless is not a negative thing you looked at it as yeah you know what i am grounded in what i do i'm passionate about what i do and and you know if your peers see you that way it's a huge compliment